This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. Nick, Full Swing is going to be released allegedly in its entirety this Wednesday. Have you taken off work? Are the kids going to be in daycare all day? Are you planning for this? It's going to be more of an evening uh, ritual for me. I'm not going to be spending my day, like, you know, when you're a kid, if you're our age, our generation, you stayed home from school and you'd watch The Price is Right, you know, and it was like, it was like such a treat. That will not be me with Full Swing. I will be getting the kids off to bed and like sneaking in like two thirds of an episode at a time until I've digested this whole thing. It's a little frustrating the way Netflix does this. I wish they would release like two a week. And I understand that this is Netflix's model. They just put everything all out at once. Like when they release an episode, like a, a season of Stranger Things, it's like a race to watch all of it. Because, and specifically not us, but like obviously bigger national golf podcasts, they would get a lot more juice out of having, let's say, two episodes a week. Because then you have a month of conversation around it, as opposed to like a week or two weeks, people are in different spots of the series. This is the world we live in. I just think it'd be a lot more fun you know, selfishly for us, if we could have two episodes to talk about and we could do, you know, like five minutes on that week's full swings in every single episode. Instead, we're going to finish it at different times. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Am I, am I, am I crazy here? I mean, a little bit because obviously oh. Netflix is giving people the choice to consume however much they want in whatever time frame they want. Like, you know, so it's totally up to you. I get what you're saying as far as keeping the globe on the same page. Like that's... Yeah. That's the, the larger problem here. We could just say right now, like, we're going to dedicate five minutes to each podcast to, like, each episode of the show. So the first week after it's released, we'll talk, spend five minutes talking about episode one. Even if we both watched the whole thing and just go through it like that, if you really want to, Joe. But that's but that's It crazy doesn't look like you want to do that. It looks no, like this is the worst idea be talking to, Well, I mean – in this universe, like, we're going to be talking about full swing after the Masters. That's crazy. There's no way we're going to do that. I would like six episodes? It's uh, whatever. It's eight. All at once. Wow. I know. You see what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's a big commitment. 
yeah, I mean, it's yeah, we're gonna have to really get the the minds together to figure out how we're gonna break this down. Anyway, best of luck to everyone out there. It, it, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. A reminder to rate and review at the turn, Nick. Tell the folks what to do in their review so they have an opportunity to win a box of Piper golf balls. Tell us how many cuts you think Tiger Woods will make in 2023. I want to clarify. It's just what you think. It doesn't have to be right. You don't have to. We're not fact checking this. It's just they can how be wrong. many cuts you think Tiger Woods will make in 2023. That's all. It's that easy. What a wild I mean, emotion. ideally, you won't just put like, the number seven and nothing else. Like at the very least, you could say like, I think Tiger Woods will make seven cuts in 2023. Like, you know, that's kind of the minimum effort we're expecting here. Uh, but that's all you got to do. Well, the Atherton Prize Committee is notorious for rewarding creativity. So take that, do with it what you will. We have a bit of a, a bit of a grab bag this episode. I'm excited for it. And we got a little game for Nick that he's not aware of that I am very excited about. Very, I've edited it with a few people, and they're thrilled. They can't wait to I'm hear like, how you do I'm, I'm so nervous. All I see is, like, game for Nick. And I'm just like, instantly I feel like I've got a, a seven-footer seven downhill left to right or for my career low. I'm like, oh, my God, I want nothing to do with this. Oh, by the way, Nikki, two two more four putts yesterday. Joe, what is going on? Dane says my, my putter face is open on short putts, but I say, yeah, it's because I pull short putts. So I think it makes sense. Those two things equal You're out. Overcorrecting? Overcorrecting. We'll figure it out. It'll be okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm Next, sure it'll just work itself out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine by June. Let's go to Las Vegas for another edition of The Fishy File. So this is when we hear about a golf story that sounds perhaps too good to be true, and we decide if it's fact or fishy. Three women go on Las Vegas golf trip. Each hits a hole in one. First was Carol. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Three women going on a Las Vegas golf trip sounds fishy to me. Really? No, that's 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 kind of a joke, but you know, it's not when you think of like Vegas golf trip, the first thing you think about is not mid-80s ladies. Well, listen to the whole story, and I think it'll start to make sense as we go through it. First was Carol, who used the six iron to drain one from 85 yards away. The 84-year-old bought everyone a drink at the casino and went on to say, quote, this is so much fun. We should do it again. Now, I have to take umbrage with that quote. So are they suggesting that Carol at the casino, four, seven, and sevens deep, toasted everybody? You know, everyone at the penny slots is getting shit-faced off of 84-year-old Carol's hole-in-one experience. And she says, to anyone who will listen, this is so much fun. We should do it again, inferring that more holes and ones are going to be made on this golf trip. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge question. Second of all, it's one thing to ace the 17th at U of I, stroll into the corner club, slap down a Benjamin and say, everyone here gets a drink, right? Have you ever been into a Las Vegas casino? Joe, I know you have because I've been in one with you. You're, like, you're buying everybody in the casino a drink. That is the most fishy thing i've ever heard that would no no person who who just made an 85 yard hole in one can afford to buy anybody in any las vegas casino a drink okay all right so we feel it's a little bit fishy so far let's keep going little did carol know that susan and jackie would follow her soon enough 
a six iron from 99 yards from Susan and an 87 yard yard wedge from Jackie both dropped and suddenly a run of the mill golf trip turned into a historic excursion. Here are their quotes. I think anybody that gets a hole in one, it's a super special event. Having it happen when it did with a bunch of really cool women all together enjoying something we love outside, I think it made it so much more special, Jackie said. It was fun getting a hole-in-one, but it was even more fun celebrating the other girls and their holes-in-ones. It's kind of like something you'll never forget. Now, let me finish up here. This particular trip has been an annual get-together for 30 years, and there had only been one hole-in-one prior to this year's undertaking. The bar tab, in case you're wondering. Carol spent $112 before tip, Susan dropped 80, and Jackie's was a little under $150. That's the whole story, Nick. Where do you land on it? It's too fishy for me. Ooh. <clears throat> I'm getting served this fish at the restaurant. I'm sending it back. I want nothing to do with it. What, I'm not, what in particular? I'm not signing off on this. Well, first of all, it's it's too similar to the last story that made headlines. Like two people make a hole in one on the same day, and it's like, it's so great. That was a husband and wife in New Zealand on New Year's Day. Okay. I'm going to go next level on this. Okay. Okay. It looks like somebody just Googled how far like a guy should hit a six iron and then divided it by two and said that's how far all of these hole-in-ones were. Wow. It, it's kind of, it seems kind of lazy to me. 85-yard hole-in-one, so you're looking at a buck 70 for a six iron. Um, and then you've got basically if you double all these yardages, they'd all be in the like 160 to 199 range. So it doesn't take it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of creativity um yeah and i know they're probably playing the forward tees wherever they were playing but they all happen to find like 80 something yard holes now we don't know the golf course this took place in perhaps they took the it it was at a par three key detail you think that would be incorporated in, in in something like this don't you think well that's the beauty of these stories is key details are often omitted i am going to play a little bit down the middle I do think it's fact that these hole-in-ones happened. I think some of the details around it are embellished, which, you know, is sort of like a fishing story or a golf story. You overemphasize some of the elements of it. Um, You know, the idea that, who was it? Susan or Carol, excuse me, the first person who got the hole-in-one the first day said, this is so fun, we should do it again. Like, I'm sorry, Carol, I'm sure you're a sweet lady, but... Give me a fucking break, Carol. There's no there's no way you said that thinking that your other friends were going to get holes in ones. The 30-year thing, I th- I believe this. I don't think that they would all collude after 30 years of going on this trip to just get a little blurb written up in Golf Digest and be on you – know, Is golf this from Twitter Golf Digest? It's from Golf Digest. Okay. Let me just <clears throat> let me just put it this way. Oh, boy. As the editor of a, of a golf website, if this – Shout out Golf Link. If this – came if this press release came across my desk i would i would not publish it wow yeah i don't think i, I think there's too much i, I wouldn't publish it no I it doesn't fit it. your editorial uh, guidelines standards i would have to confirm a few things first and um i don't know if we have the investigative resources to uh to confirm these details i i don't think i would put my publication's name on this story and sign off as as fact well, the editorial standards of Golf Digest have changed dramatically over the past decade or so. They do, they still do a lot of fantastic work, but yeah, there's a lot of um, crummy stuff coming out of there these days. Okay, so you say full fish, I say half fish. 
That beats the fact. I think we're saying. I wish there was a reveal. I wish there was a reveal where, like, like Jerry Springer would would open the envelope and say, and. You are not the father. Yeah. (laughs) I think that this is fishy as well. So, sorry, ladies. Some of this may be true, but it doesn't pass the spell test. Nick, you're familiar with Tiger Woods. I've heard of him. Famous golf course designer. Famous golf course designer. He's opening his fourth golf course. This is in Park City, Utah. 8,000 yards from the back tees, including a par 5 that can be stretched to over 700 yards, and a par 3 that tips out at 292 yards. Your thoughts when you saw this? Uh, I mean... Obviously, you see the yardages just from the tips, right? Like, there's probably going to be 10 sets of tees, so we would not be playing those yardages. Those yardages are stupid. That's that's stupid. A 292-yard par 3 is stupid. A 700-yard par 5 is stupid. Um, as our friend Brian only pointed out, it's at elevation. Sure, that accounts for, like, I don't know, 4% of those. These numbers are still stupid. I was going to ask you about that. Because Park City, Utah is at 7,000 feet. It is a ski resort area. This is going to be a repurposed former ski resort into a golf course. Now, we reference Moscow, Idaho a lot on this podcast. It's a place where we lived for many years, played golf together. Moscow, Idaho, Nick. Do you know the elevation of Moscow, Idaho off the top of your head? Yeah, 2,430 feet. Pretty damn close. It's 2,579 according to Google. Park City is at 7,000. So if you were to put two and a half Moscow, Idaho's, you would have a Park City, Utah. When you play golf in Moscow, Idaho, how much do you ever think about the elevation when making a choice of club? Well, now that I'm coming from basically sea level right. in New England, it, it's a club. It is a club, and it's it's uncomfortable hitting a shot that, like, say I'm holding my typical 140 club for a shot that's, like, 153, and I just have to trust that it's going to be right, like, you when we played the last quarter club open, I think uh, the, my first shot out of the fairway, yeah. <laughs> the green, that thing might still be bouncing down Nez Perce Drive. So um, it de- it definitely comes into play. Nez Perce Drive, that'll be funny to six people. They're gonna love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think it comes into play a little bit. I would say it's like a half club or a club. So you're basically talking a two club difference. So if we're playing a 292 yard par three, that would be tantamount to. A 240, 250-yard par three? Still driver for me, and it's still a like average to above average driver to me. That's a pretty crazy distance. There is a – actually, my former home golf course, Glendevere, they tip out one of the par threes. It does play 255 yards, and it's crazy. Apparently, it used to be a short par four, but they changed it because the par of the golf course used to be 74, and now it's 73. I digress. It's a little bit too long. It's a little bit too long. Yeah. Now, you had some Twitter takes that you found, Nicholas, about well, Tiger Woods' golf course. Yeah, so I see this news. I check out the comments. This was like right when it broke, the first hour. All the comments are like, oh, it looks beautiful. It looks so great. Oh, right. that's gonna be, that looks so awesome. I'm like, you're looking at a picture of barren land. Like there's not a golf course. He tweeted a picture of the empty land and people are like, that That looks so awesome. I'm that's like, right. dude, it's it's like, it's just, a land, it's just land with nothing on it. Like, okay. Now I went back to to get pull some of those exact tweets, and, and the people have the people are starting to revolt because some more information has come to light. There's going Uh-oh. to be 
500 memberships at this course, 36 whole facility. Um, and it's going to be the most exclusive club in Utah. Apparently, yeah. I just learned today, Utah is going through a drought. Uh, some people oh. are not happy about that. So I'm just going to read. There's there's two kind of things people are glomming on to complain about. Number one, from Sean, at Confused71. Confused is not spelled how you think it is. I'm not going to spell it for you. Replying to Tiger Woods, Tiger, huge fan. Get that out of the way. <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. <laughs> huge fan. Not against golf courses at all. That's also great. However, I live close to this proposed golf course and the amount of water that will be used for only 500 exclusive memberships as we are in the middle of a historic drought that could potentially dry up the Salt Lake seems off. That's tough. That's a tough beat for Tiger. Yeah. Sally Girl, at Sally Girl, replying to Tiger, wow. In case you want to follow Sally Girl after this. Yeah. Thanks for being another drain on the lake to keep your course green. Utah really needs that. And then at Seek in Peace, replying to Tiger Woods, Utah is in a drought. Another high-end country club doesn't make sense. So the drought aspect is clearly one thing. And as Confuse71 mentioned, the 500 exclusive memberships, um, Hefe touches on that some more. Yay, Utah. Happy for the chance to have another premier golf course, but sad that yet again the course is, quote, most exclusive in Utah. Tiger Woods could change the face of public golf. Isn't that what your foundation is for? Give everyone access to your genius. Support those projects. So the combination of this being just for 500 exclusive people, no mention of of public access, draining Salt Lake for these 36 holes that are only going to be played by the richest and most exclusive people uh is not going over so well also side note didn't quote anybody here but the proclamation that it's in park city people U- utahns are taking um are really objecting to that because not only is it not really that close to park city not even in the same county as park city so there looks like they're just trying to capitalize on uh you know a well-known name so uh, uh, the early takes are, are not great for this course well i guess <laughs> this isn't even pushing back uh, Tiger Woods doesn't need anyone's approval to go forward with this. He just needs to have 500 millionaires that say yes. And I'm, I'm sure the wait list is already probably pretty long to be a member. Like if you if you are a 50-something hedge fund manager who likes to play golf and you have unlimited disposable income and you hear Tiger Woods is opening up a beautiful exclusive resort course in a resort area that you can live on and play six weeks out of the year and membership costs a million dollars. Yeah, that would be great. Now, that represents 0.000001% of people. Everyone else is going to be pissed off. I mean, this is just, this is exactly what you would expect it to be. The public's going to be outraged and the super rich are going to love it. Why do you need Tiger Woods to design this course? Like, what's the advantage of having him as the architect? Wouldn't like David McClay Kid make more sense? Somebody who's like known for designing really cool golf courses, not winning golf tournaments like you would want tiger's name on something that's going to get you and me to spend more than we're comfortable with play to play a round of golf right like i think that that hedge fund manager is is probably equally as attracted to a fazio course or a you know pete die or whatever uh you know whoever like why do you need tiger woods like the name should appeal to the masses not the the 0.000.1%, right? So I, I just don't, that part doesn't make sense to me. 
It's an interesting point. I would just say that super rich people like exclusivity. And this is Tiger Woods' fourth golf course. The unwashed masses can play a Fazio or a Pete Dye or David McClay kid. Everyone has access to those courses. But the limited amount of Tiger Woods courses, I think, enhances the experience for someone. Whether or not it's actually a better design course is irrelevant. The fact that the name is Tiger Woods is what they're going to be paying for. And the idea that this is going to be the exclusive version of an exclusive course designer. I mean, it's for, it's for the, this is for Rupert Murdoch's kids. Don Jr. is going to be playing at this course. It's these kinds of people I would assume are going to be playing this golf course. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that because I agree with who's going to be playing there, but the name is to get you to play the course. Like that'll get you to play the course one time. Right. But 500 people are probably going to be playing this course a handful of times a year. Right. If, if it's in your favorite, you want to play like the coolest course. And I, I've never played a Tiger Woods course, but if I was like blindly selecting somebody to, to design the coolest course, like the most awesome golf course, I'd probably put my faith in somebody who is known for designing really cool golf courses. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I agree. If I was going to spend a lot of money playing a golf course or signing up for membership for a golf course, it would be someone who I like the design of their golf courses. Um, Like Peter Jacobson is a perfect example. Peter Jacobson designed the public course down the road from me that I'm now a member of. He also designed some exclusive golf courses in Oregon. I would consider paying for those golf courses because I love the layout of Stone Creek so much. There's a one-to-one correlation for those things. Same with David McClay Kidd. He designed a lot of courses that I really, really enjoy. So I might consider doing that. I just think that the people who want to be associated with this don't give a shit about golf. They give a shit about ticking another exclusivity thing. It, because a lot of people can't do it, that makes it more appealing to them, whether it's golf or a car or a house or polygamy, whatever it may be. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Somebody did uh, a comment in the in the replies. Uh, hey, I, I'm going to sign up for membership. I, I hope I see you out there, Tiger. She's like, oh, I, would, I don't really know that that's how this whole thing is going to work. But cool. Yeah, like hopefully. Best of luck. What would you what would you pay to play this golf course? Not, no, knowing nothing about it. Other yeah. than the level of exclusivity there's going to be to it. I mean, I wouldn't pay anywhere near what it would cost me. Uh, so let's say to to trek 36 holes in a day, I'd probably, if I could do it for 400 bucks, I'd probably, I'd probably take it to the committee and, and see if we get some approval for that, uh, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I think I've paid like 200 bucks to play chambers one time in, in, in peak season. Like, you know, <laughs> Jordan Spieth winning the U S open on a golf course is more important than Tiger Woods designing a golf course. Yes. To me. Yeah, for sure. But best of luck, everybody out there in fake park city, Utah. Um, now Nick, we have a game for you. I'm going to let you prepare for a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the mystery game for Nick Heidelberger. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Whether you're driving, cooking, or doing laundry, Progressive knows the podcasts you listen to go best when they're bundled with another activity, much like how their Progressive home and auto policies go best when they're bundled. Having these two policies together makes taking care of your insurance easier and could help you save too. 
Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. That's a whole lot of savings and protection for your favorite podcast listening activities, like going on a road trip, cooking dinner, and even hitting the home gym. Yep, your home and your car are even easier to protect when you bundle your insurance together. Find your perfect combo. Get a home and car insurance quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $779 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is time. Nick? First of all, what do you think this is? Uh, I'm guessing it's some sort of trivia or quiz. I hope it has nothing to do with guessing how much money people have uh, made. It doesn't. Okay, but good. money <clears throat> is involved. There was an announcement last week about a couple of new names for teams for Live Golf, mm. which is going to be starting up very soon. So I thought it would be fun to see how many team captains Nick could identify. There are 12 live teams. I'm going to give you the team name, and you have to give me the captain. There are 12 teams. The committee has decided if you get three of these right, you win. That's all you need. Okay. 25%. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. The first team... Now, this, a lot was made about this in social media. So, to me, this is one of the softballs, okay? Okay. Who is the captain of Range Goats GC? <clears throat> Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson, correct. One for one. You're off to one a flying start. Yeah. Now, for context, how much live golf have you watched? Less than 10 minutes. Mm. But you exist in social media. So I would yeah. assume a lot of this has come across your dial. Uh, yeah, it has. <clears throat> As you will soon find out. Do you know all of these? No. Okay. Second one. Ripper GC. That one I don't know. Uh, I, can, I can use a player more than once. 
You can guess the same player 11 times if you want. I mean, at this point, I might as well. Uh, Ripper GC, I don't know. I'm going to guess Taylor Gooch. It is not Taylor Gooch. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Who it's is Cam it? Smith. Really? Oh, I thought... See, now I that, thought Cam Smith was the, was the captain of Punch. Okay, so I was I was saving Cam Smith for Punch. I didn't know they had they had a name change because <sighs> I thought for sure I was going through the ones I knew in my head, and I'm like, okay, I got three covered. But now I don't know if I have three covered because I well, I, Cam I would love I would love to give you partial credit because yeah, Ripper GC is in fact the new name of Punch GC, and Cam Smith is the captain. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. You're one of two though. You're way ahead of pace still, mm. and you're gonna get this one. <clears throat> Nick, who's the captain of four aces, GC? That was Dustin Johnson. That is Dustin Johnson, correct. Two out of three. I would, okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, at this point, you have nine more team names. If you I get can just one guess of these Phil, I can just guess Phil nine times. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Nick, who's the captain of Cleeks, GC? Cleeks. Mm-hmm. Lee Westwood. It is not Lee Westwood. Mm-hmm. It is two-time major winner Martin Keimer. Still many I opportunities. Feel, feel like the same person to me. <laughs> one of those random Euro Ryder Cup guys. Yeah. Next one. I, I got to say, I think you might get these next three. I probably will. Crushers GC. Who's the captain of Crushers GC? I'm pretty sure that's Bryson. It is Bryson DeChambeau. Well, you've already won. Let's just keep going. I'm excited to see how many of these you get. That's three correct. Nick, who's the captain of Fireballs GC? Sergio Garcia. (laughs) Sergio Garcia. I'm so happy you're doing so well. That's four. You've gotten four correct. Take right, the over on Nicky Ice. This next one. Who's the captain of High Flyers GC? Now, wait a minute. High is spelled H-Y, just, just, just to be clear. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is the captain of High Flyers. This is the best. You doing really well at this is so much more fun than you doing really bad at this. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. How many do you have left? You have, oh my goodness. You got five left, and you've already gotten five. I've already gotten five, plus I pretty much got six. Well, just asterisk, but five. Sure, let's, let's, let's keep going. I'm looking ahead. I think you might get a couple more of these. Okay, next one. Who's the captain of Ironheads GC? Mm. That one I don't know, but Lee Westwood. <laughs> nah. Kevin Nah is oh, the captain okay. of Ironheads. Okay. Fair enough. You've got four more. I've already gotten five. <laughs> five out of eight so far you've gotten. All right. Who's the captain of the Majestics, GC? I'll give you a hint. It's not Lee Westwood. <laughs> okay. Well, he was going to be my default pick for like the whatever ones I don't know because I feel like there's a few more that I know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I thought Lee Westwood was a captain. Maybe he's just not even a captain. Okay. Um, the Majestics. I haven't gone with the. Um... How about Louis? It is not Louis. It is Ian Poulter. 
Mm. Captain. Okay. Oh, I, sh- I you know what? I should have known that. Now you're beating yourself up. Ah! You've gotten five of these right already. <laughs> All right, three more. Who's the captain? God, these names are stupid. Who's the captain of Smash GC? Uh, isn't that Brooks? <laughs> it is Brooks Kepka. That's six right. <laughs> All right, you've got... <laughs> this is so fun. You've got two more. No matter what, you've got half of them correct. Yeah. Nick, who's the captain of Stinger GC? That might be Louie. <laughs> it is Louie Oosthuizen. Seven correct. All right. Last one. Who's the captain of Torque GC? Is that Lee Westwood? <laughs> Lee Westwood is, in fact, not a live oh, wow. captain. This oh. is your boy. You picked him for majors like three years in a row. Joaquin oh. Neiman. Yeah. Joaquin Neiman. Okay. That's still damn impressive, Nick. Unbelievable. Seven out of 12 greens in regulation. <laughs> Seven out of 12. Wow. You know what? I'm going to get you. I don't know why I didn't think about this. It'd be such a fun, like, gag gift to get somebody is, like, some live merch. Just get them, like, a Torque GC hat. <laughs> That's a bet. That would be awesome. Uh, all right. That was that was more fun than I expected. Yeah. That was a blast. Okay. That it is now time. Idiot. How many? How many? You thought I would get three? I thought you would get three. Okay. Well, how many would you have gotten? Maybe five or six. Yeah. Okay. I think my assumption was because you hadn't watched it, mm-hmm. you didn't get it right. But I should have known that <clears throat> because your job requires you to be online and understand the comings and goings in the online world of golf, you would be subject to a lot of these. And, you know, when you hear a name like Crushers or Smash, you can safely assume it's not Louis Oosthuizen, right? You can guess it's either Bryson or Brooks. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Well done. Thank you. It is now time for our Mad Golfer of the Week. As always, it's brought to you by Piper Golf. You're searching for extra distance off the tee. Want to straighten out that slice? You're shooting in the 90s of the hundos? Then my friend, the Piper Green Golf Ball is for you. Get four boxes of the Piper Green for less than 90 bucks on piper.golf. Just use that promo code TURN10 at checkout. In fact, the promo code TURN10 gets you 10% off any merchandise at piper.golf. Stock up for the season. It's almost here. Using promo code TURN10 at checkout at piper.golf. We're going to California. Riviera Country Club, site of this week's Genesis Open. Short but sweet this week. Mary Bray is our Mad Golfer of the Week, and she says, quote, We attended Genesis Golf Tournament but we're greatly disappointed in food selections. Very pricey and not so great. No hot dogs. There are always Mm. hot dogs at events like this. Instead, random sandwiches slash hamburgers. Enjoy the tournament, though. That was was a one-star review. Where are your gall-darn hot dogs? Mary wants a hot dog. It's funny because you're complaining about the food selections. You would think that, like, there were only hot dogs. Right. But 
she came, she went to the Genesis to get a hot dog. This is LA, baby. It's like avocado turkey burgers and in like street tacos. You're not going to get a, a hot dog at the Genesis. Man, it, you you would be mad at me, but I really want to title this episode, Mary Wants a Hot Dog. <laughs> perfect name for this episode. Do it. You have my full blessing. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay, great. That is your Mad Golfer of the Week. Dane Delgado, president of Matchstick Golf. They're putting some fantastic merch out there. I got a new t-shirt. Mm. I got a new hat. I think they're coming your way too, buddy. Oh, so I get excited. Already you already got them. them. Oh, yeah. that They came with my ferals. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Folks, good. you can get ferals, hats, ball markers, everything you could possibly desire and get it for a great discount. 20% off using that promo code TURN20 at checkout at Matchstick Golf. It is time for Nick Rolls. What do you got this week, buddy? So I got that white Matchstick Man hat, which is going to mm. be my go-to golf hat this year. I also got a bucket hat. I took the dive. I, I got myself a bucket hat. You so did. I've got, I've got all the seasons covered, right? If it's if it's rainy, if it's sunny, I stick on the bucket hat. It's just a regular round of golf. I got the Matchstick hat. It's going to be so good. Anyways, on to Nick Rules. Yeah. Yeah. You you could play in the U.S. Open someday, Joe. Just just shave a few mm-hmm. strokes off your handicap. Yeah, go to the qualifier, mm-hmm. catch fire, go to the final stage. No four catch putts fire again. No four putts. Um, the U.S. Open has added some qualifications to uh, to getting into the field. They've they've really? changed the rules. They've added to the rules for how to qualify for the U.S. Open. So, as an Open Championship, I want all of our listeners to know. The four additional ways they can qualify for the U.S. Open. Number one, win the Latin America Amateur Championship and then retain your amateur status. You can't go win that thing, turn pro, and keep your exemption. No, you got you to stay an amateur, okay? Okay. Win the NCAA Division I Men's Individual Championship. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's an exemption to the U.S. Open now? It is. And That's freaking have, rad. I love you've, that. You've got to stay an amateur again. You can't right. turn pro. But the U.S. Open, I think, is one week after that. So if you're going to turn pro, you just wait an extra week. <laughs> Bravo. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the previous year, Corn Ferry Tour season points leader, which is good. So basically, if you if you win the Corn Ferry Tour um, the year before, you get into the U.S. Open. So, like, you know, you've moved up to the PGA Tour having a tough go, you missed a bunch of cuts in October, you're not getting to a lot of events, you get to go play the US Open as a professional. So, you know, make the cut, make some cash. That could be yeah. that could be a big week for you. It's a good paycheck. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the top five players in the FedEx Cup standings as of four weeks before the Open. So basically, if if you somehow were like having a Will Zalatoris season um, and you, you had a great start to the year, but you're not exempt... You're in the top five in the FedEx Cup. Uh, you don't want to go to the final qualifier. You're in. I don't. I don't really know if if any of those are going to follow my purview. Um, mm. I do have eligibility as a college athlete, but I don't know how no, many schools want to give me a scholarship. I don't think you do actually. No, <laughs> no. Your clock starts once you enroll in school, Joe. It's, you well, five, what if you to- five five years to play four? What? So if I went to grad school, I couldn't like. 
No? No. No. COVID year doesn't apply to you. Yeah, I think I think you're out. I think you're gonna have to go to the Latin America amateur. Who right. won the Latin America Amateur Championship? Let's. I'm, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, check that. Check that out for me. Uh, while you do that, I will. I will let the listeners know. Uh, one of these exemptions also applies to the U.S. Women's Open. The NCAA Division One individual champion will get an exemption into the U.S. Women's Open as well, which is awesome. This oh. year, can we play at Pebble Beach? That's fantastic. Um, it seems like something that is just so logical. You would have assumed it's already happening, but I'm glad they're doing that. On both ends, Latin America uh, Amateur Championship. You have some thoroughbreds that have won. Joaquin Neiman, winner in 2018, now captain the, of Torque GC. You know what's so funny is I wasn't. I'm so glad you remembered. I would not have remembered what he captain he was the team of. I was going to do it in reverse, where I was going to give you the player and you had to give me the team name. Now that would have been hard. I thought you were just going to ask me to name the 12 guys who are captains. Well, you just said it would. You would have said Lee Westwood eleven times and Dustin Johnson. Yeah, that is Nick Rules. I'm so glad that um, yeah, the college athletes are going to get a chance to uh, compete in the U.S. Open. Yeah. I'm excited for the U.S. Open. It's going to be fun. Pebble and then L.A. Country Club. I like when they yeah. get kind of the the squirrely venues in there. Um, Nick, I was going to read a long passage from Ben Hogan's Five Fundamentals of Golf, but I've opted against that now. Um, it's. I just want to recommend the book. It's a wonderful read. It's incredibly technical, but also very cerebral. It's a very short book. Cool illustrations. Do you have that book? I can't get this in there quick enough. Is there anything about putting in there? <laughs> you know the thing? Here's the thing. I'm actually put like, I wish I had Arcos because I feel like from five to 25 feet, I am an excellent putter. I really do. Well, if you just get your first putt within 25 feet and then go two more from there, you'd be saving a couple strokes around. I made I made four like 15 footers yesterday. And then for some reason, I had I hit two greens in regulation, walked away with a six, and I wasn't like 50 feet away. The first one was like 12 feet away. It just put myself can you, above okay. the hole. Can you give me the blow by blow on that four foot the four putt from 12 feet? Like, yeah. I want to like okay. what what everything. So that's okay. I mean, just Two minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Great. Short par four. It's dog leg right to left, but it's one of those situations where if you fan it off to the right, you're going to be fine, which is my miss. But but you have to carry over some trees. So I hit a, actually quite a good tee shot, and it fades a little bit, and I have like a 40-yard pitch in for my second. Very difficult green, though. It slopes severely. It falls off the bottom of a hill. I hit a, a pretty good pitch shot. I'm 12 feet putting up the hill. The two guys I'm playing with... <laughs> Here's where I get lost. The two guys I'm playing with are outside of me. Both make like 25-foot putts. And one of the guys is like, let's make it three for three. And I think at that point, I'm only like, I don't know, three or four over. So I'm like, all right, let's 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 shoot a good round today. I have a birdie putt. I got some birdie holes coming in. Let's go. Predictably, I raced the first one by about three feet. Now I have yeah. a... So, we're, so we're, t- we're now putting, we're three putting from three feet? Okay, keep going. <laughs> That sounds so much worse than four putting from 12. <laughs> Neither are good, but yes, I like your chances in three feet a little better. <laughs> well, you should have seen this putt. It was not easy. I have a three-footer down the hill. I have to play it outside the hole. It breaks too much. And so I do that, and I'm like, my last thought before I take the putter back is just commit to the stroke. And boy, I did, because mm. I hit it six feet down the hill. <laughs> so now I have a six-footer coming back for bogey. 
That one horseshoes out. And now I have a difficult two and a half foot slider for a six. So at the end of the day, it's not a, it it could have been a five foot, but it was a four foot. (laughs) I made a good putt for a six. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh my gosh. Wow. I honestly don't know if I've four, I bet you'd have to go back like three years to the last time I four putt. I just, I don't know. I'm going to really pay close attention to that now. I just, it was never part of my like vocabulary, but wow, this is. Oh, the good news is one of my golf goals for the year was to never pick up. And I have not done that once. Okay. You can't pick I, up from six feet. <laughs> the good news is the good news is in terms of golf is I haven't lost confidence on the greens, even though I am four putting. Um, I haven't lost confidence in the greens. I still feel good over putts. So that's good. That's I, I have important. some time to figure it out. I'm playing it. Look, it was a, I said this so many times. It was a 58 degree day in February. When any, anyone hit a bad shot, I was like, hey, man, look at how beautiful it is out there. Huh? Huh? It seemed to annoy people by the end of the round, but I digress. I shot 80 with two four putts, so I'm not, I'm not too mad about it. Okay. <laughs> how do you feel about your partner right now? That's I mean, for, I'm going to get you a hat that says, could have shot 76. I mean, this is exactly what, what you're describing right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all good. It's a team event. We won't have to worry about putting. That's right. It is a team event. Look, as long as you're making short putts, I don't have to. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Enjoy full swing. It comes out on Wednesday. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Nick's not going to watch the whole thing. Why don't we commit to both watching an episode? At least the first step. Why don't we talk about the first episode? No matter what. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably watch. I'll probably get three or four in, but I could for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get the, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get the group chat out that me, you, Ashley, and Lacey are on because it's going to take all four of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to get buy-in from the ladies. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Enjoy full swing.